Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. You know that. We've been doing the show now for 20-some years. We appreciate you being aboard. RealGolfRadio.com is the website. Better yet, just follow us on Twitter, at RealGolf. Social media, Instagram, Facebook, at RealGolfRadio. Love to have you join us. You can also find us on many podcaster sites as well by just searching Golf Radio or Real Golf Radio. we got a playoff edition for you today as uh, PGA Tour moves to Boston. Three playoff events going from 125 down to 70 players, down to 30 at Eastlake and the Tour Champ. Championship, and then somebody will win, of course, uh, the big loot and the trophy and be the FedEx Cup champion for the year and then take a week off and go play a U.S. Open. So yeah. it's a little bit of a unique thing. Uh, one guy that's not in the running for the FedEx Cup is Brooks Kepka, who withdrew this week. I thought that was some pretty big announcement. Although it coming was. in at 97th, Bob, I still have to think he – obviously the knee is bothering him, and he also alluded that his hip is bothering him. And so, uh, given the fact that he was 97th, he had a, a major, well, you know, mountain in front of him trying to climb up inside the top 30 and get to the Tour Championship and give himself any hope of being the FedEx Cup champ with a with a lingering um, illness and a lingering U.S. Open waiting. I kind of think he just made the call to let's get ready for the U.S. Open. Well, I yeah, there, there's two there's two thoughts there. First of all, the the hip problem is 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 probably a direct result of the knee problem. So. Um, that's, that's affecting it. You know, I, I don't know why he decided to do stem cells during the off season, but tiger did normal surgery, had it scoped and then came back and won at the Zozo championship. So, um, kind of interested that he, that he tried to do that and, and not have it fixed by, uh, by scoping it out. But is it time for him to do that now? Um, He's only got a couple of weeks till the U.S. Open, three weeks till the U.S. Open. I don't know if he can if he can do it in that period of time. I don't know if he could even do it, you know, in the Masters period of time in November. But um, that might be to what he's gearing towards. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he has a chance or if he makes it to play at Wingfoot 
in the U.S. Open. Well, he's already favored. Opinion. Yeah, he's already favored. I think he's going to try to do it. I would be shocked if we didn't see him at Wingfoot. We'll talk more about that. We'll talk about the top uh, players in the FedEx Cup, those who have a, a, a fighting chance and those that maybe are long shots. We'll get into all that coming up next. We'll also welcome Jason Sobel from the Action Network on the back nine. Welcome in America's favorite caddy. So we're just getting started. Short break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for being with us. Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you, brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. 
This ball changes everything. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, kind of hard to find. That, that speaks to how popular they are. And, you know, the ball plant there in Chicopee was shut down mm-hmm. due to COVID for a while. So they're still trying to catch up with some of the shipments and supply and demand. And uh, it, I'll tell you what, I have to, I have to go around and, and look for them these days, especially if you want triple track on the Chrome Soft X. But I yeah. love that golf ball, so I'll search for it and find it, and away we go. So And pay uh, for it. I have been buying golf balls. <laughs> we don't normally have to. Dang, I've been spoiled over the years. But, uh, yes, uh, I have been buying some pellets, and I've been losing a few. So um, You might have some show up in a little white box, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually just got a bag. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was just one of the – Just a bag of balls, yeah. It was one of those that uh, my pal over there at Callaway is like, well, if, if you don't need them boxed, I, we do have a – I don't know. I don't. I don't know. They must have some there. They're just like in a bucket or something, and he just bags them bin. up for me. And yeah, I mean, it was it was great. But you know, just got them, and uh, yeah, so much much appreciated. Awesome, uh, indeed. Yeah, love that uh, Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. All right, Bob, let's talk uh, playoffs here. Uh, first of all, you know, it's it, it's great. You got a top one twenty five qualifying, and of course. You know, this was back in the day of keeping your card. Uh, due to COVID, the PGA Tour is very lenient on, you know, all of the, the uh, eligibility and, and that type of thing. Also, mm-hmm. Corn Ferry Tour, normally, they're playing the Nationwide Children's. Normally, that would be part of the final series. But again, right. there'll be no promotions off of the Corn Ferry Tour. So, you know. Tough, tough to have a great year on the Corn Ferry Tour and, and not be able to take advantage of that in the same way you normally would. But you know, regardless, uh, you've got some big events going on. And, and again, only three playoff events this year on the PGA Tour instead of four to get to East Lake. So you go from 125 all the way down to 70. It's a big week. Yeah, it is a big week. It used to go 125 to, to 100 to 70 to 30. So... It's kind of interesting. Northern Trust, it's, play, it's been played here at, at TPC Boston for a long time. Patrick Reed won there last year. Um, then, you know, Olympia Fields. This is going to be a first time that we've seen this golf course since um, the U.S. Open, where Jim Furyk won. Justin Thomas is the former winner uh, last year of the BMW Championship, but it was on a totally different golf course. And then the Tour Championship, um, which was run won by Rory McIlroy last year. Tiger Woods the year before. But you know what? It's it's kind of interesting. I just had this thought go through my mind that these three events, and the PGA Tour probably doesn't want to hear this, but these three events are kind of anticlimactic and lead, lead-ins to the U.S. Open and majors later in the year, which is not normally what we see. Right. We, we get excited about these three events and the playoffs, and, and, and it kind of crescendos it at the tour championship. Well, it's not, it's not right now because we've got a U.S. open a couple weeks afterwards and guys are going to be, uh, using this time to get themselves ready for that. Not to mention you look at the leaderboard. And when I first checked it, I was like, wait a minute, are they playing an opposite field event this week? Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of guys <laughs> and, and look, this speaks to it, Bob, look the the PGA tour, the way it sets up, you know, the P the, the playoffs, they end yep. with the tour championship, and then right away, you know, you go to Napa and you kick things off at the Safeway, and 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 away you go. And you've got Vegas, and you've got all kinds of, yep. you know, Saint uh, Simon Saint Simon's Island, you see mm-hmm. Island or whatever, Georgia. You got all these events, right? And a lot of the guys that don't have the same clout or status as the top players in the world, they go out and make hay early. Yeah. And with COVID shutting things down for the time that it did, 
they're the ones that have all the FedEx Cup points. Um, now, not that's not entirely true. You got guys like Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa, Webb Simpson, Bryson DeChambeau. You know, guys that that that's your top four. So it's not that you're without uh, you know big names, but there's a lot of guys in there. I mean, top ten, yeah. You know, you pretty much know those guys. You start getting outside the top ten and. You start, you know, sprinkling in some guys like Lanto Griffin, you know, again, who won, yeah. uh, Abraham Anser, uh, Sebastian Munez, uh, you know, Ty- Terrell Hatton, who's not a huge name over here. Uh, so there, there's a there's a few players that are kind of sprinkled in there that you go, I, I don't I don't really know these guys. And yet they've qualified. They have a huge opportunity with a lot of the big name players not positioned like they normally would be inside that top 30 heading into the playoffs. Well, and you know the other thing regarding this is if you get if you get to that top thirty and get into the tour championship, that that sets you up for twenty twenty one. Case in point, Daniel Berger has come off of a great um, after COVID has come on, come off um, and and is playing extremely well right now. But yet he's not in the Masters in November, but he's qualified for the Masters in um, April in 2021. So a lot of these guys that haven't had the opportunity to, to play in the masters, they're going to want to play really, really good the next couple of weeks and get themselves in the tour championship. Cause that opens up a ton of doors for them with all the majors, uh, all the big name events, all the WGCs, all that kind of stuff. No question about it. And that's why it is the playoffs. And, and again, you, you know, the playoffs were moved up. We wanted to get ahead of football, not football going on so you know they'll still be in the spotlight um they're still going to be big events they're played on great Mm -hmm. golf courses we'll talk to the caddy more about the golf courses on the back nine but uh uh, you know it's it, it should be a fun playoffs and then like you said having a major two weeks later typically we have a Ryder cup two weeks later uh or a president's cup or something which is also exciting but having a, a u.s open um Having the Masters still to come, I think that's why you're seeing, as we talked about in the Open, why Brooks Kepka decided to shut it down, get healthy, because he wants to focus on those two major championships, and yeah. as, as he should. Tiger Woods, by the way, coming in at 49th, uh, not a familiar position for Tiger. He's, you know, he's got to get out there and, and make some hay. He's got two events to try to get inside the top 30. I think it's going to be pretty tough sledding for Tiger. It wouldn't surprise me if he's missing the 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 tour championship well yeah he's got to keep him first of all he's got to keep himself inside the top 50 um which he should be able to do but um you know it's kind of a lot like oh no he's got top 70 gets him to next week which he'll be fine but then he's got to get inside the top 30 so right correct but it's it's a lot like uh what 2018 when he won the tour championship he played a crazy schedule to get himself in, with an opportunity to play that event and the tour championship, which he won. So, um, you know, he's, he's going to be, he's already committed to play in the BMW championship next week. He's playing this week at the Northern trust. And like I said, he's trying to, he's trying to get into that tour championship and have an opportunity to, 
to get in the mix there and win that one again. Yeah, I just, I, I, you know, you talk about playing that crazy schedule. His body allowed him to play that crazy schedule, and you just don't see him playing all that much. And when he is, he just isn't playing that well. So I, I'm not sure he's got what it takes right now. Uh, I don't know if it's, again, we'll find out more when he decides to shut it down, but I, I can I can promise you Tiger's also looking forward to Wingfoot. Let's not forget 2006. We always remember the opportunity Phil Mickelson had on the 72nd hole yeah. Colin Montgomery had that opportunity on the 72nd hole mm-hmm. uh and Jeff Ogilvy eventually won but remember Tiger missed the cut in that major he did miss the cut that 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 one and then he turned around and went to uh his his father had passed away earlier in the year mm, well um, I think in between the Masters and the U.S. Open he'd passed yes. away so it was the first yes. major he'd played without his dad and he misses the cut in fact I think I remember that that might have been the first U.S. Open or first major cut that he missed I remember as a professional, so it was big news. And Phil had just come off of winning the U.S. or the the Masters. Yes, and and here he was with an opportunity to win the U.S. Open. He he could have really stepped up and become world number one for the first time, kind of dethrone Tiger a little bit. And (laughs) golf golf God said no, Uh, and Phil says I'm such an idiot after he hit that crazy shot uh, on the 18th tee. But let's remember, Tiger missed the cut at the U.S. Open, but then he went to. Lake yeah, and, Liverpool, yeah, and won, and won, won uh, the British Open, hitting those little stingers all around that golf course. That was yep. quite the ball striking. Uh, that yep. was that was impressive. Rory McIlroy, number eight in the FedEx Cup, number three in the official World Golf Rankings. He is the defending FedEx Cup champ, and he's a two-time FedEx Cup champ, 2016 and 2019, which ties with Tiger for the most all-time. You know, that's it, a, a pair. No player's ever won the FedEx Cup in consecutive seasons. Um, Rory with five wins during the FedEx Cup playoffs, the most all-time. He's got the 2012 uh, Dell Technologies, the 2012 BMW Championship, the 2016 Dell, 2016 Tour Championship, 2019 Tour Championship. So, yeah, I mean, R- Rory's definitely a good bet, but um, and he's inside the top ten starting this one. I, I think struggling he's struggling a little bit with his game right now. He, he so. has been. He has been. But he's well, you, and you're right. He has been. But I hopefully he gets comfortable on these golf yeah. courses and, uh, you know, makes a little bit of research because he's kind of a mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, old Rory. So anyway, yeah. we'll talk more about this. There's a lot of players to get to. And we're going to bring Jason Sobel from the Action Network. Maybe you're playing a little fantasy. Maybe you got some uh, money on the line, whatever it happens to be. Uh, Jason Sobel, Action Network, he'll be able to help you out with a little bit of inside heading into the playoffs here on the PGA Tour. He joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, Bandana's Grill, Roost Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Here on Real Golf Radio, and uh, pleased to talk some playoffs with our good friend from the Action Network, senior golf writer Jason Sobel, joining us right now. Hey, Jason, how are you, man? What's up, boys? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? It's good. Good to hear your voice. Great to have you back on the show. You've been doing some fun things, following you on the network and on the social, some videos, and uh, throwing some things out there, giving all the degenerate gamblers. No, I'm not. I mean, the very <laughs> interested, uh, active fans, we'll call it that, uh, some information going into these playoffs, huh? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, you know, I I never – I always just kind of dance around it. I, I've had some other jobs in the golf industry uh, covering the game and from a more sort of organic uh, perspective, I, I, I guess. And, and now, obviously, I'm, I'm covering it from a, a gambling and a fantasy standpoint. And really, over the last year or two years, I mean, this went from sort of taboo and we don't really talk about gambling, kind of give predictions to – no, like it's out in the open. It's legal. It's regulated. And let's talk about odds and let's talk about numbers and prices and marketplaces as opposed to just, hey, you know, I kind of like this guy and I kind of don't like that guy. And so I, I love the fact that we're not dancing around this issue anymore and we're actually kind of, you know, we're, we're actually addressing it and we're talking about it uh, like adults every week. So how do you go about um... – you know, this information and the stats and everything and picking guys that are going to be playing better this week as compared to that week and um, and everything that goes along with what um, 
guys are looking for to help them pick the best guys and make the most money? It's such a good question, and I'm not sure I have a great answer for you because if I knew the exact answer, I would say, well, here's why I picked the last nine winners in a row. And it just, of course, it doesn't work that way. And it's uh, basically the nature of the beast is, especially in golf, you're going to get a lot more wrong than you're going to get right. You just kind of have to live with it. You kind of have to, you know, at least side on the, you know, the 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 side of, uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to at least go go after the numbers and go after, you know, the, the plays that I think are right. So I, I think there's a healthy dose of course history and how does a guy play at that certain venue. There's a healthy dose of how has he played recently and what does the recent form mean. And then there's a healthy dose of, hey, I just got a hunch about this guy, and I just think that he's going to play well this week. And you try to put all those together and mix them up in some, like, you know, almost like a witch's brew in, in this big cauldron and, and try to dump out the soup that, you know, gives you some kind of a winning combination. But, again, um, th- there is no hard and fast rule, and that's what makes it so fun, honestly, for me, and that's what makes it so uh, difficult because there is no – you know, if, if there was an easy formula to this, everyone would be doing it. I wouldn't have a job. Uh, everyone would say, okay, well, here's how you pick winners. You just look at uh, course history and you say, well, this guy finished in third last year. He's going to win this year, and that's, that's it. It's just that easy. And, of course, it's not that easy. And so, uh, you know, guys like me are banging our head against the wall every single week to try to figure it out. Might be the most honest answer to that question I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> the witch's brew. I think that's, the, you know, dump it out, see what happens. So, you know what, though? <laughs> I mean, you, you can say that, but Jason Jason Sobel, Action Network, joining us. I mean, Jason, you've been covering the game for a long time, and there there is something to it. I mean, you've watched these guys. You you do get a sense for, for how they're playing and what their tendencies are in different situations. You know, when you're around the game for a long time, you start to recognize that. And that's why there was such an interesting question all those years, Tiger versus the field. I mean, it's absurd. And yet Tiger would hold his own against the field for almost a decade. It was it, it was crazy. And I guess that's why it makes it so uh, difficult for people to bet against him now in, in this comeback time. But um, it's definitely not the, the same Tiger Woods, a 49th coming in. I guess the question... What is it that uh, – what do you expect Tiger to to do as far as advancing? He, he looks like he'll pretty much in for Olympia Fields, but does he make Eastlake? All right, so if you thought the last one was an honest answer, I'm, I'm really sort of giving myself the truth theorem on this one because I'm going to tell you exactly what I think of Tiger Woods right now, and that is three words. I don't know. I, I write a 2,500-word preview – every single week going into the tournament. You know what I wrote about Tiger going into the Northern Trust this week? Absolutely zero. In fact, I'm doing a show now on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio with Michael Collins where we're breaking down the betting numbers, we're breaking down things from a fantasy aspect. And at one point during the show on Wednesday, he asked me about Tiger. And I said, look, I I don't know. And I I think that's part of what we're doing here is if I had the answers to everything, if if I feigned to know the answer to every single question that I was asked, if I said, okay, well, this guy, he's going to finish top 10. This guy's going to finish top 20. This guy's going to miss the cut. This guy's going to win. Then it really wouldn't seem realistic. But I I feel like it's okay in this industry to say, I have no idea what's going to happen. And after watching Tiger finish in 40th place in the Memorial Tournament and 37th place in the PGA Championship, and each time looked 
certainly not terrible. You know, he doesn't have a two-way miss going on, and right. he, he's not duffing chips like he did years ago, and, you know, he's not holding his back after every shot, and yet certainly doesn't look dominant, certainly doesn't look like he's ready to go out there and win right away. So my answer to that is I have absolutely no idea what to expect from Tiger right now, which I think is okay. I, I think it makes it fun. I'm more intrigued to watch Tiger when I have no idea what's going to happen than maybe I was for those 20 years when we kind of knew what was going to happen. He was going to play really well. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting to see what, what he's going to do. And, of course, he said that he's going to play again next week if he gets in. So let me let me throw out a stat to you. Um, two top 25s in 13 starts this year. Who do you think I'm talking about? Ooh, I think that's a Brooks Kepka stat right there. That is exactly a Brooks Kepka stat. Ooh, and, bam. and he All shut right. it. He shut it down this week uh, for the remainder of the year. Uh, you know, the U S opens up in, in jeopardy and, and possibly the masters later in the year. Um, thoughts about Brooks Kepka and kind of a really disappointing, crazy season this year. I mean, in the last two months alone, we have seen Brooks complain about his knee injury, complain about people focusing on his knee injury, finishing runner-up in a WGC, contending in a major, calling out his fellow contenders at a, that major, and then shooting 74 at that major in the final round. I mean, there, there's been a little bit of everything from Brooks Kepka. He is another guy. I mean, I, I throw Tiger into this mix. I throw Brooks into this mix. I throw Jordan Spieth into this mix where, quite frankly, if you ask me, hey, what's next for so-and-so, and it's those three guys, my answer is I, I, just, I don't know. Uh, will, will Brooks miss the U.S. Open and the Masters, and will it take a long time for him to recover from whatever injury has been ailing him for a while? Maybe. Will Brooks come back next month and win by seven at Wingfoot? Maybe. I, I, I just don't know, and, and I don't think any of us knows. And, uh, again, it goes to show the fact that he contended uh, going into the final round at, at TBC Harding Park a few weeks ago for PGA Championship, and yet couldn't give it a go in the playoffs this week, that, that at least tells us that, hey, this guy manned up. He, he tried to give it a go. He played really well. Um, if he is in some semblance of at least 80 to 90% health on his knee and his hip going into the U.S. Open at Wingfoot next month, I've got to believe he not only plays, but he is one of the top contenders to go out and win that title once again. Jason Sobel, Action Network, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I, I have to think that, you know, you come in 97th, you feel like you've got some the, in, the injuries really not getting better. You look at the, the, the majors that are still ahead for you this year with the U.S. Open and a Masters and, and having contended. I, I don't know. I, I think the odds were pretty were pretty high that he, you know, um, or wait, would I say the odds are low? I'm not really sure there. You'll have, you have to correct me on that. But it didn't look good for Brooks to move on in the FedEx Cup. Pretty good time to maybe shut it down, get the treatment he needed so he'd be ready to go for the majors. If I had to bet one way or another, I would bet that versus, hey, uh, I, I was really trying and just couldn't and I might be out for a long time. But the interesting thing is, you know, he's still contending in majors, and so you can't take that away, but it just makes you wonder, when all of a sudden you start seeing injuries crop up, how how much is, is the window going to stay open for a guy like Brooks? We've seen it shut down for others when they when they get the injury bug. You absolutely have to wonder about that moving forward. I have a more difficult time getting inside Brooks Kepka's head 
than probably any other professional golfer out there. I Amen. think a lot of the guys out there, uh, you can look at them and say, okay, well, he, he's trying to go out there and play well in the playoffs. And then, you know, he's going to try to, you know, take a few weeks off and peak for the U.S. Open and then peak later in the year for the Masters. We kind of we understand their mentality. We understand kind of where they're going, why they make their decisions. Brooks Kepka, I don't quite understand Brooks Kepka. Maybe I'm too old. I don't know. Brooks Kepka is that much younger than me. What, 13 years younger than me or something like that? But I, I just don't quite understand him. And, and that's okay. Uh, you know, Brooks, look, it, whatever he's doing, is obviously working for him. So there's no way that uh, myself or you guys can criticize Brooks and say, "Hey, whatever you're doing, you're doing it wrong. You gotta, you gotta, you know, uh, man up, and you gotta play the uh, these playoff events, treat them as if they're important." I, the guy's got four major victories over the last few years. It's hard for us or anybody else to say, "Look, you know, you really got to do this differently, do that differently." Whatever he's doing is working for him. I don't know a whole lot of guys on the PGA Tour who wouldn't switch places with him uh, career-wise over the last few years with what he's done. And so you just kind of look at him and say, I, look, I don't really understand it, but whatever it is that you are doing, it's working for you. So keep doing it, I guess. Keep, you know, just kind of lounging around and taking it easy for 48 weeks out of the year, and then the other four <laughs> just come in with your best stuff and go play your best golf. Well, look, it, you know what? It, normally the FedEx Cup is at the end. There's no majors looming. You've got all the way till April. I think if that were the case, maybe it's a little bit different. But he also would have been in a better position as well. And and you have to position yeah. yourself. So 97th with two majors around the corner. To me, uh, you, you, the FedEx Cup playoffs still are not – to that level that right. uh, the major championships are. All right, uh, before we let you go, one uh, one guy that uh, you talked about where, who's your top 10 machine, Tony Finau. Is, is that a good thing to be the top 10 machine, even though uh, he's played so well, everyone wonders when he's going to win again? Or or would you rather be in this sort of unknown category of is he might win one week, but we may not see him for a month? Uh, it, it's It's an interesting position, isn't it? Yeah, but absolutely the former. Guys, I've been beating this drum for as long as I've been covering the game that the public, uh, the people who watch on Sunday afternoons and say, well, that guy, they point their finger at that guy on their TV screen. They say, him, right there, he can't get it done on Sunday afternoons. He doesn't have what it takes. I'm telling you, the way the players look at it is I'd much rather finish in third place and come really close and not win, but at least have a chance, then finish in 43rd place. It's right. a way better position to be in, not only for world ranking points and Ryder Cup points and FedEx uh, Cup points and everything else that you get along with it, but the experience of being in the heat of the battle, I'm telling you, at some point, it's going to be very important for Tony Finau down the line. The fact that he's at least contended for a whole bunch of titles and he's going to start winning titles. I mean, he, he's as talented as just about anybody out there. And I go back, and, and I always point out the fact that Phil Mickelson didn't win a major until he was 32 years old. And I mean, remember, we went for 10 years of, hey, is Phil ever going to win a major? I mean, what's yeah. wrong with this guy? This guy can't get it done on Sunday at a big event. And all of a sudden, you know, now, of course, he's 50 years old. We look back on his career, and we say, boy, what a great career. He won five major championships. At some point, we have to look at the big picture. We have to look outside our little bubble. And I'm not saying that Tony Finau is going to win five majors, but uh, Tony Finau is not going to end his career with only the 2016 Puerto Rico Open on his resume. 
You know, and you were talking about top tens and Brian, Brian alluded to top tens and being in contention all the time. You know, when my dad was on tour, that's how they based you being on a Ryder Cup team is by finishing yeah. in the top 10. And those were the only guys that got points. And he felt that that's the way it still should be for the American side, because putting yourself in the heat of competition made you a better Ryder Cupper. So um, so that goes along with what you and Brian were both saying about uh, having lots of top 10s. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, Bob? I, I always look back at guys, you know, the public tends to criticize no matter what. If you get into contention and you finish in third place, you can't get it done. If you start Sunday in 24th place and you finish in seventh, the public says, oh, that's a backdoor top 10. Well, that, that doesn't mean anything. And I always look at it like, aren't you supposed to play your best golf on yes. Sunday afternoon during the final round? I mean, uh, those are good things. And, and all of those are positive experiences. And I would love for the general public to kind of get inside the head of the general PGA tour player who's looking at it saying, Hey, I did myself a world of good. You know, I, I helped myself out by getting into contention or by shooting a 63 on Sunday, whatever it was, those are all positive experiences. They all help out the players in numerous ways. And yet, you know, I, I think the public, again, only looks at it as either you win or you lose. You know, the old Ricky Bobby, you're either, you know, you're the first or, or you're last. Yeah, it's just, that's not necessarily the case. There are, there are a lot of better things that can come out of uh, coming close and not winning than uh, not coming close at all. Well, Jason, we appreciate you taking some time. You do a great job, man. It's always good to visit with you and uh, great work on the Action Network. And uh, Enjoy the playoffs, buddy. We'll catch up to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having Thanks, me. Jason. And, uh, great to talk to you. Yeah, you as well. Jason Sobel, Action Network, senior golf writer. has been around for a long time. Check him out on social and uh, Action Network as well. And I guess SiriusXM, PGA Tour Network. Check that out with Michael Collins. There's a, there's a couple of characters for you right there. Put on some good entertaining golf talk. We'll take a short break. Our coverage of the playoffs continues right here on Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. 
It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you by Callaway and the Maverick Driver. There's distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Check out the Maverick family of drivers at CallawayGolf.com or your favorite pro shop. Callaway, the number one driver in golf, and we appreciate you being with us. Uh, Brian and Bob with you. Playoff edition of the show, and you know, you start looking at it, Bob. Uh, number one, let's let's talk about the top ten guys here. Number one, mm-hmm. Justin Thomas. We we just heard from Jason Sobel. He kind of went through some of these guys and how tough it is to pick, but you know, Justin Thomas is a great pick. He's got three wins, nine top tens in 15 starts. So, um pretty pretty good year, no no doubt about it for JT. Really good year. You know, yeah. the the three wins, that's the most by anyone on the PGA Tour and you look at it, he got uh what the CJ Cup at Nine Bridges. He got uh the uh Century Tournament of Champions back in January over in Hawaii and then got the WGC FedEx WGC. St. Jude. Yeah. So, you know, anytime you look at a guy that that is number 1 on the points list, Number one with with the amount of wins on the year, um, you know, and where he's got three and he's only got 15 starts. He's played some really good golf, especially with this big, you know, off season for for COVID-19. So, you know, he's got he's got this week and and a couple of more. And then we've we've got the U.S. Open. So um, this is, you know, an, an 18 event season. And having three three wins and nine top tens, he's played some really good golf. Yeah, no doubt about it. So JT uh, leading the way. Uh, look at the two time winners this year on tour. Again, there were only three multiples, but there was also a shortened schedule and a huge gap, as you mentioned. But Colin Morikawa just picked up his second W. He won the workday, bidding out Justin Thomas in that playoff mm-hmm. that was pretty wild uh, there at Mirfield Village. Drop that putt on him right after he dropped, knocked the bomb in. Yeah. Huge, and then he, of course, picks up the PGA Championship. So uh, he's got two wins, six top tens in eighteen starts. Uh, yep. l- let me just ask you this right now: between those two, would you take the two wins with a major and six top tens, or three wins, nine top tens, no major? Come on, Bob, throw it down there. What do you want? 
Well, everybody prides themselves on one, as far as their career is concerned, winning a major championship. Uh, I, I think I'd take the major in the in two wins. You go two yep. wins with the major. I think yep. I think most people would do that as well. Yeah, there's no question. I think JT probably made a little more money uh, with the nine top tens and the three dubs, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. Majors are everything. That's what you'll be measured on at the end of your career. Rack them up as much as you can. So uh, again, Ma, you got uh, Colin Morikawa there with with uh, two and six on the top tens. And Webb Simpson with a pair of wins, seven top tens in just twelve starts. So again, fewer starts yeah, than than anybody up yep. there, but made made good use of the starts that he had. Yeah, and and that's really good playing as well. Um, phenomenal playing, Webb Simpson. He of course he beat Tony Finau out at uh, in Phoenix. Mm. And then, uh, and the then last two holes. At, yeah. And then one at Hilton head. So yeah. Uh, good year so far. Really good year. Well, tied for 37th at the PGA championship. So, uh, you know, if you want to go back and look how this time of the year, usually you go back and you say, Hey, well, what'd the guy do in the majors this year? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we only had one. So, uh, so far that's, that's what that's he's done. And that's what he's done. So anyway, yeah. so those are your, those are your top three. Bryson DeChambeau comes in. With the one dub, but nine top tens to tie Justin Thomas with his nine top tens um, in fourteen starts. So obviously strong, and, and coming off picking up that uh, win at, at um, Cal. Now I'm trying to remember which one he won. Wasn't Memorial, was it? Was no, it he won at uh, Rocket Mortgage. That's it, Rocket. Yeah, of course, in Detroit. Yeah. yeah, and Detroit Golf Club. So you got Bryson winning there, at Detroit. The nine top tens. You know, obviously a bulking up and taking a different approach at it, but uh, a great year in you know in uh, in Bryson in Shambo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, the thing about Bryson is he came off he came off the break, the COVID break, hitting on all cylinders, and he, and he had top tens in in every one of his starts. He's had a bunch and a bunch throughout the year. I think what did what do you have seven or eight right in a row? Um, even before the break and and after the break and then uh, and then he wins a golf tournament. So um, here's here's another guy that's taken uh, good advantage of having some time off, getting getting himself stronger so he can hit the ball further and uh, and and really what number three or four in FedEx Cup. Yep. Yeah, I mean if you go back, you know, to uh, to where he was, um, he coming off Safeway, tied for third. So the Shriners, he got a T4, missed the cut in Abu Dhabi. And then in Omega, he goes T8, then a tie for 52nd. And then he started reeling them off, Bob. At the Genesis, tied for fifth. WGC yep. Mexico, runner-up. Arnold Palmer Invitational, fourth. Then, and, and then we have the break. That took us through March. He comes right back and goes T3, T8, T6, win. And then missed the cut of the Memorial the following week, which is, you know, that or two weeks later after he took a week off. And then tied for thirtieth and tied for fourth at the PGA Championship. So strong. I mean, it's he's had a phenomenal year. He's had a great year. You get a W and you get that many top tens and play that well, especially yeah. when you're going through a major body change the way he did. Yes, pretty impressive. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. So we jumped to number six on the on the list, and that's uh, Patrick Reed. But don't he skip had one win. Early. Don't skip Sanjay Im there at five. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry, Sanjay Im at five. That guy was um, sleeping on tour. Yeah, he's he's the guy that that plays every week and cashes in every week. It's pre- it's pretty amazing to see what he does um and how he's how he's able to play. Look at the starts. Week after week. After week. 23. Yeah. <laughs> 23 starts. 23 starts with one win, seven top 10s. So he's played some great golf. Patrick Reed at number 6. 
He's had one win and seven top tens. His win came at the WGC Mexico Championship. He's had 17 starts. But that, you know, that was kind of earlier in the year. And you forget about that because it was, it was what, five, six months ago. And, and uh, we didn't have a lot of golf. So we didn't see a lot going on during that whole time. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see where he's at. Yeah, well, I think he's happy that people have forgot about it because sure. there was all the controversy around him telling yep. the cameraman, "Stop filming me and stop, and then stop asking me those questions." Right? Don't wipe yeah, you bunker know, gate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Daniel Berger with a win and six um, top ten finishes checks in at number seven. Rory McIlroy with a win and six top ten finishes at number eight. We've just mentioned him, and then you know the guy that we skipped over on wins, but he comes in at number nine. Brendan Todd with a pair of wins and almost mm-hmm. got another one. I mean, you know he's played twenty two events. So you look at the the Ironman out there twenty three events for Sunjay Im, twenty two events for Brendan Todd. Yep. Uh, they played a lot of events to play their way inside the top ten coming into the playoffs. Yeah, and then John Rahm who ended up winning at Muirfield. Um, he has the one win with five top tens in 12 starts. So very limited play, um, similar to what Rory was able to do. Um, and then, but he took over the number one spot in the world for a period of time. And and by you know, a period of time, you mean a week? Yeah, about a week. <laughs> um, but he's got, he's, he's got to be really happy with where he's at and how far he's come in such a short period of time. Looking at a couple notables, you got Ricky Fowler checking in at number 88, Tommy Fleetwood at 89, Brooks Kepka, as we mentioned, at 97, and as he's withdrawn, his season's over. Hopefully see him at Wingfoot uh, the couple weeks after the Tour Championship. Jordan Spieth coming in at 100, Justin Rose at 109, Shane Lowry at 122, of course, still the defending British Open champ, the Open Championship the champion golfer of the year for, I That's guess, a, a second consecutive year, right? Shane Lowry. So um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of storylines mixed in with those. I mean, the most intriguing to me is, uh, of course, Brooks Kepka, who we've already mentioned, but Jordan Spieth at 100. I mean, that guy, uh, he just he shows flashes, Bob. I do yes. think he's going to find it again, but it still looks like it's a bit of a work in progress. It is a work in progress, and it's a guy that's that's young enough that he's going to continue to to press himself and push himself and and get back. But he's got to get to the point where he's not so technical with things, and he can go out and play golf and have some fun, and you'll start seeing his scores become better. All right, there you go. Look at some of the notables and the top 10 in the FedEx Cup race uh, as we begin the playoffs this week at the Northern Trust. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up our number one next. Still got some great stuff for you on the back nine, including America's favorite caddy. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, America's favorite caddy still to come on the back nine with thanks to Jason Sobel, who joined us from the Action Network uh, earlier. If you missed the, any part of that, if you missed those interviews or catch it uh, when you want on demand at any one of the podcaster sites or just follow us on Twitter at Real Golf where we post all the shows when we are done. So uh, be sure to check that out at Real Golf and give us a follow on Twitter. All right, let's take a look back last week, Bob, just as a little recap. How about Jim Herman? He's 42 yeah. years young. And he goes out there and picks up his, what, third career victory. Shoots 61 on Saturday, 63 on Sunday. Unbelievable. Jump from 192nd to 54th. Talk about a move on yeah, the final day. Yeah, that's a day. huge move. The, the interesting thing is that he shot 124 on the weekend, as you said, 61-63. 124 is the lowest ever in PGA Tour history. Mm. to finish out a weekend, and he ended up winning the golf tournament. Yeah, well, I should hope so. Good for yeah. him. Uh, Billy Horschel, how do you like this? The guy has a week, right? Shoots 20 under, <laughs> and, he, and he loses. <laughs> 20. It's not tough it nope. is out there. Jerry Kelly yep. uh, picked up his first uh, senior major at the Senior Players Championship there at Firestone Country Club. And uh, congrats to Stacey Lewis yeah. uh, winning the Aberdeen Ladies Scottish Open last week, her first Win as a mom. So uh, yep. really cool. Uh, happy to see Stacy, a very nice person, and uh, happy to see her get that W. We'll take a short break. Back nine is next.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The federal courthouse in Portland is closed amid a threat that was received saying a vehicle filled with explosives would hit the federal building on Friday. This is news that police officers have arrested more than 500 people during protests and riots in Oregon's largest city since May. President Trump says he'll keep the United States safe, strong, prosperous, and free. The president on what was not said at the Democratic National Convention. He didn't talk about law enforcement. He didn't talk about bringing safety to Democrat-run cities that are totally out of control and they have no clue. China was never mentioned in any way, shape, or form. China will own our country if he gets elected. They will own our country, and we're not going to let that happen. President Trump speaking in Arlington, Virginia. This is USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been on this balance of nature for quite some time now. I know that what you put in your body is critical to your health. I listen to AM radio out of Dallas, and you have these people on there witnessing about the differences made in their life. All these people aren't lying about this. I hadn't even had as much as a cold since I've been taking this, and I'm telling you, my energy level has increased unbelievable. So I'm impressed with it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy was testifying on Capitol Hill today. Democrats without proof are accusing DeJoy of trying to undermine the 2020 election. DeJoy reiterating at the hearing. The Postal Service is fully capable and committed to delivering the nation's election mail securely and on time. This sacred duty is my number one priority between now and Election Day. Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson says Democrats are politicizing the post office. But he has already been subjected to character assassination as Democrats have put him in the crosshairs of another hyperbolic false narrative perpetrated to gain political advantage. Hundreds of wildfires across Northern California are claiming at least four lives. The fires are threatening thousands of homes and forcing many residents to weigh the risks of sheltering at an evacuation center during a pandemic. The combination of a heat wave and scores of lightning strikes started most of the fires. This is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, Eddie auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. QAnon, you ever heard of it? Like most Americans, that answer is probably no. In fact, 76% of Americans say they never heard of a broad-scale Internet-based conspiracy group in a new Pew poll. Only one in five said they'd heard a little bit about the QAnon movement, while 3% say they've heard a lot about it. But yet in a 10-minute interview with Vice President Mike Pence, CBS News this morning brought up QAnon. Well, I, I don't know anything about that conspiracy theory, but I... 
Got to be but honest you with say you, Tony. That the president is not. The fact that you're spending time important. on a major network to talk about some conspiracy online theory. And Vice President Pence continues. I don't even. I don't know anything about that conspiracy theory. I don't know anything about QAnon, and and I, I dismiss it out of hand. The Justice Department will seek to reinstate a death penalty for the man convicted of carrying out the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. That's according to Attorney General Bill Barr. Barr saying the Justice Department would appeal the court's ruling last month that tossed the death sentence and ordered a trial to determine whether he should be executed for the attack that killed three people and wounded more than 260 others. Barr also said the Justice Department would take the matter to the U.S. Supreme Court. The Republican National Convention kicks off on Monday. USA Radio News will have all your coverage. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Of course, you know Bob Casper, his dad, a uh, Hall of Famer, won 51 times on the PGA Tour, three major championships. Billy Casper, of course, we're referring to, and uh, we are grateful to have you know Bob's insight, and uh, we we're looking forward to talking more about Billy Casper coming up as in advance of the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, where Billy captured the U.S. Open there in 1950. Nine. Uh, I did lay up on a par three in the club championship. It was inadvertent, Bob, and I was not able to get up and down for par. But I was trying to harness my Billy, and uh, although his was much more strategic, mine was just oh, flat out Billy, a bad Billy, shot. Billy, Billy, Billy. Yep. <laughs> hey, coming up here on the back nine, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll ask him about these golf courses played in the playoffs and then uh, upcoming with the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. So excited to talk to him. You know, you look at this, Bob, uh, again, three events in the playoffs – not four, so 125 gets trimmed quickly down to number 70 next week, and then the Tour Championship, of course, hosting the top 30, and that's the goal. Everyone wants to try to get there, and they mathematically have a chance at that big $10 million bonus, but it really comes down to those in the top five. That's that's the jockeying. Those are the players who really want to try to stay their position because, again, they win, they win it all. 
And that, and that's the whole thing. Um, you know, but the guys that are still outside that top five or the, or that top 10, there's, there's been guys that have won, you know, mm. you think of Bill Haas that, uh, that won it. You think of, um, you were just, you were just talking about him that shot 20 under par last week, Billy Horschel. Mm-hmm. He he's won it be, coming from outside. So there's an opportunity for guys to do it, but they've got to play really, really good and win the golf tournament. We mentioned uh, this before, but Brooks Kepka, who entered the field 97th, obviously he didn't play a whole lot with some injury and then the time off with COVID, didn't have an opportunity to rack up the points like he needed to. He came in 97th. He said the lingering knee injury and hip injury was just really forced him to not be able to give it a go. Uh, I hope he's going to be okay. I think he's erring more on the side of caution, rest, and no rehab doubt. in anticipation for the U.S. Open coming up two weeks after Eastlake. Also realizing his position at 97th, pretty unlikely, especially if he was hurting at all, pretty unlikely that he would advance so why not give himself an extra week to be ready yep. for yep. the next major championship? That's my thought. At least I hope for his sake that that's how it is. We'll talk about some of the stats again. We'll get you ready for the playoffs. Some news and notes to mention heading into this first weekend of playoffs in on the PGA Tour. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on the Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing, we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer... It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. 
In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back. Real Golf Radio. You know, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Those distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. Check them out. You know, when it comes to major championships, WGCs, tour events worldwide, more players choose Odyssey than any other putters. And now you can pick up these triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And, um... I tell you what, I've gotten so used to the triple track lines now, it's just it's mm-hmm. hard to really play without them. Uh, I've got some golf balls. That are, it's hard to find the Chrome Soft X right now with the triple track lines, so I have had to buy a couple of Chrome Soft X with, you know, with no lines on them. And it, mm-hmm. feels, it feels a little, I don't want to say naked, but it just feels like you're, I don't know. There, there's, it's, there's, there's a warm feeling about having all those lines on there when you line <laughs> it up. It just feels like there's more to, to focus on with your alignment than that single little stamp. That's on there. That yeah, kind of it's, pr- it's all about alignment and helping you align the putt. Um, if you're using that line as a directional, which most pe- which everybody does. So, um, yeah, it, it just feels a little out of sorts not having it. Yeah, no, indeed. So check it out if you haven't done so. Great golf ball and, uh, of course, the triple track now available on the putters as well. All right, let's talk about some of these uh, news and notes uh, pertaining to the FedEx Cup playoffs. Mm-hmm. What are we in 13 years now? Um, crazy, which is, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, let's see. And Uh, it's gone through some iterations too. So. Which it needed to, right? Yes. Which it needed to. Um, I wanted to uh, mention some of the players that, uh, have made it through the, you know, all, all the years, which, which I think is pretty interesting. There, there are nine players that have qualified for the FedEx Cup playoffs in each of the seasons since it started back in 2007. Only Phil Mickelson huh, has qualified for the BMW Championship each season, making it inside the top 70. So he's currently at 67. He's got some work to do. Um, uh, but you know what? It's... It's pretty interesting to know that's that's a I think it speaks to some consistency and longevity over your career. Here's the nine players that have qualified each year, and some of these surprised Charlie Hoffman. I don't know that I would have thrown these nine play if you said I'll give you just just name me fifteen players <laughs> and see if you can get nine of them. I don't know that I yeah. would have Charlie Hoffman, Charles Howell the third again that was a stunner. Uh-huh. Um, talk about the ultimate Iron Man there, Matt yeah. Kuchar. That's not a surprise. Pretty consistent. Phil Mickelson, not a surprise. Ryan Moore, you know, he was battling out Rory for the whole thing uh, just, what, a year ago or two years ago. Uh, Justin Rose, not a surprise. Adam Scott, not a surprise. Brant Snedeker, not a surprise. Bubba Watson, you know, not much of a surprise. So those are your those are your guys. Um, you know, Phil Mickelson, I mean, uh, Tiger Woods not in there because obviously he's had some, some injuries and things that have kept him out uh, from time to time. But 
pretty cool. These guys also, I guess they would say that just means we're old uh, a little bit. Um, and, and maybe they, they've certainly been around, but they've played some consistently great golf and gets them inside the, uh, the top 125. So um, good for them. I thought that was, that was kind of worth, worth mentioning. All right, let's look at your, your, your guys that are contending. Begin with the top 10. And again, you want to really focus on the top five. That's where you want to be going into Eastlake. Justin Thomas is number one and uh, 500 and some change behind is Colin Morikawa. Webb Simpson right there close as well. So those are the top three. And then there's a bit of a separation. Bryson DeChambeau checking in at number four. Sung Im at five. Patrick Reed, Daniel Berger, Rory McIlroy at number eight. Brendan Todd with a pair of wins on the year. Uh, at nine and John Rahm, who just regained his number one status in the world. He's checking in at number 10. So pretty strong grouping, Bob. I wondered how many of the top players would rise to the top with a shortened season where a lot of these players made hay early in the year. And uh, when the top players were looking to make those moves, especially around major championship season, we were of course postponed because of COVID. Yeah. And, like they like they said uh, on the broadcast, and I heard him repeat, the guys that get out and play in the fall, um, they kind of get in there to try to make a bunch of money so that they Smart. they can se- secure their card before the big players start coming into play. Um, you know, like the CJ CJ um, at Nine Bridges and the WGC event over there in in China, um, some of those events. So it. That really helped them and went to their benefit this year because they were able to get in some reps and and win some golf tournaments and that kind of thing before all the other guys did. So so that was important. So I th- I think you're going to kind of see some of those guys playing a little bit different um, as as uh, with this new th- with this new system and 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 how things are going um, to to be able to help them. Um, so that if something were to happen, which this has been a really funky, weird year, if something were to happen, that it, that it helps him out. I mean, you look at Brooks Kepka, and and he was uh, what ninety seventh going into this week. Well, yeah. he was a hundred, he was two hundred and something, um, not long ago. But then you see the guys that have really taken advantage of that time off, like Bryson DeChambeau, like Daniel Berger. Um, some of these guys have really played some really good golf since we've come back from the COVID break? Well, you look at the new season starting out. First of all, you've got to stay sharp because you've got two majors in the right. so-called what used to be the off-season, which is now the beginning of the new season. So you're going to have two majors. So you got I, I agree with you, Bob. And the other side of it is you. we don't know. We don't know what is going to play out with this thing. Yeah. We are hopeful that when the clock ticks on 2021 – that mm-hmm. things have somehow gotten better. How is that going to happen? It's hard to say. I couldn't point to a scientific way because I don't. I don't know. It's hard to know what to even know and believe and trust in this yeah. whole thing. So yeah. it, it's because it's so seemingly objective and uh, it's it's just it's just unpredictable because of that and the fact that players haven't had a whole lot of starts. Look at Justin Thomas has played fifteen events. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's pretty good. But Webb Simpson, just a dozen. Um, you know, Rory McIlroy, a dozen. John Rahm, a dozen. So they're going to get a few more in, obviously, through the playoffs here. But I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see some of these guys picking up some of these events, you know, pocketing some FedEx Cup points for 2021 just as a bit of an insurance policy, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, so players outside of the bubble going into this week, uh, Ricky Fowler being able to advance next week. Ricky Fowler was at 88, Tommy Fleetwood at 89, Brooks Kepka at 97, Jordan Spieth at number 100. This this one really kind of shocks me is Justin Rose at 109 and and uh, and then again the the champion golfer of the year Shane Lowry at, at 122. So that's that's But Shane didn't have a chance to get over here and play. No, he didn't. He was on and lockdown Justin, over yeah, yep. you know. So and same Justin thing with Tommy Rose Fleetwood, too, you know. and probably Justin Rose a little bit too. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, a lot those of those European players were kind of, were really at a dis- disadvantage to be able to get back over here and play, um, you know, because they had to they had to come from Europe, they had to quarantine for uh, a, a period of time, and then and then you know immediately start going into playing playing some tournaments. So you know the other interesting thing is the the Wyndham wrapped up the regular season last week, and then they had the mm-hmm. Wyndham rewards bonus. You know, yeah. how about that for these guys, right? I mean, you talk about a, uh, um, oh, what's the word that they're using? A, a, a stimulus, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. How about how about Justin? Like they really need it. They don't. They don't. But still, like, how about the <laughs> the Wyndham reward bonus? Justin JT takes home two million for leading that pack. Uh, Morikawa gets a uh, gets a one point five. Webb one point two. Bryson one point one. And Sun JM top five million bucks. So top five are getting a million to two million dollars. On the, on the Wyndham rewards bonus. Thank you very little. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You know, the PGA Tour is a pretty good way to go if you're good enough to get out there and, and yeah. play with those boys. There's no question. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. America's favorite caddy joins us coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. All new for 2020. This ball changes everything. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. He's America's favorite caddy. He joins us and has done so for almost 20 years, and uh, we love having him on the show. Caddy, how are you, man? Caddy's just peachy. Ah, I love that. Usually you save that for Augusta. Summertime, summertime and a living easy. <laughs> Although, you know, we got Eastlake coming up in a couple weeks, so it's all about peaches. Peaches, yep. It's a peachy place. Yeah. Indeed. I'm feeling peachy. I'm glad to hear that, yeah. man. Good for you. Happy for you. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. All right. So he usually Same says that when you. he's he usually says that when he's done talking, Bob. I was waiting for him I to know. hang up there. So Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I thought maybe all right, we're done. We're out. Caddy's out. Hey, uh Caddy, so um playoffs are underway and we've got Northern Trust, TPC Boston. And then the tour will move the top 70 to Olympia Fields and then the top 30 to Eastlake. Uh, give us your take on these three golf courses that are the venues for these playoffs. Mm. A little bit three different golf courses. Uh, TPC Boston, usually it gets kind of baked out summertime up there. And it was like that, but then they got a lot of rain. So it's playing soft, playing kind of easy. So... Good score so far, unless it really roasts out. They'll be kind of ripping it up there. Olympia Fields is just, they could just bring the U.S. Open flags over there, let the rough grow a few inches, and tee tee up the U.S. Open there if Mm. they wanted to. It's in that that type of condition without the rough? Well, it's just that kind of a course. It's just like Wingfoot. It's one of those places like Wingfoot or Oakmont that you can just waltz out there, throw the rough just a little bit, and play the U.S. Open, and you don't have to do a thing to it. Yeah. It's just pure. So how come we haven't seen it since 2003? Pure. I don't know. That's a good question. We've had had the U.S. Amateur, Bryson DeChambeau's 
uh, U.S. Amateur Championship was there. But uh, I don't know. It's I think it's awesome. So, but I'm kind of you know me when it comes to the U.S. Open. I'm a little bit partial to the New York type rolling hills, bent grass, oak big oak trees. That's what you have at Olympia Field. Mm, yeah, just like oh, you yeah. have it at absolutely. Yeah, the trees come into play a lot more there than trees come into play at Wingfoot. The trees really come into play at Olympia, off the tee especially. I should you remember. About I should remember a lot of things about Jim Furyk winning in two thousand three. But when I think about that U.S. Open, the shot that stands out to me was, and I think it was the second or third round. Tiger carved what was it like a three wood? Uh, I want to say it was like either, either number six or thirteen, or I can't remember now. Um, and he, it was a big dogleg right par five, and he carved a three wood. And he hit it out over Indiana and brought it back onto the golf course, and uh, it was and knocked it on the green. It was one of those just ridiculous shots. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, that was the the hole that'll be the fifteenth hole. There you year. go. Okay. There you go. Yep, yep. They had, they have some different routings going on there. I'm all confused about what holes what. I know what every hole is, but you know, I, I just treat each hole as its own individual. All right, and then yeah. uh, love like- everything. We've seen East Lake East a lot of times. Oh yeah, but, okay. Oh uh, yeah. How's the golf okay, course so. right now? How's it? How's it shaping up? It, it's pretty pure. And you've got East Lake is the story on East Lake. The thing that sticks out in my mind is you have that Bermuda rough that can be really brutal. Um, we're going to have some sore wrists and arms and elbows after they get through East Lake and, and Wingfoot. The guys are going to be needing some some ice and some Advil. So. Yeah, Eastlake, I, I still, one thing, and this is, the, this is just strange, but what sticks in my mind about Eastlake is we played with VJ there one time, and he hit driver just as hard as he could everywhere, and he missed every fairway until the sixth hole, which is now the 16th hole, or the seventh hole, which is now the 16th hole. And then he finally hit the fairway and hit a wedge in there about a foot, and he made birdie, and he was one under. He parred every hole from the rough. And it kind of was my introduction to the bomb and gouge game. That's what he did. He could hit it far enough so he could muscle it out of there somehow with a wedge or a nine iron, get it on the green and make a par. And it was impressive. I'm thinking, boy, if this guy starts hitting fairways, he's going to shoot six. And that's what he would do. He, it's a different he, game, huh? It was a different game. I think he kind of, I actually think he kind of brought that in. I, I still think he influenced Tiger to change things up a little bit. Because remember, VJ won 17 times or in two years. I mean, he won a yeah. ton of tournaments in a two-year stretch. And I think that's how he was playing. And I think I wonder, I think that maybe had a little influence on Tiger's approach because I think Tiger maybe looked at things a little differently after watching that. Say, huh, okay, you can do that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good theory. I like it. Caddy but joining it, us yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, so we just have... We, Boston and and uh, CDC Boston and Olympia Field, they're northern bent grass courses. And then you've got the Bermuda grass down there at uh, East Lake. So different grasses for different guys sometimes. Um, but long hitters courses, yeah, all of them, all mm. three of them. It definitely helps to be a bomber on all three of those, no doubt about it. You, but you better hit it straight at Wingfoot. 
Mm. <laughs> I wondered if you'd transition over to Wingfoot. So uh, after East Lake, yeah, two, two, two weeks after East Lake, Wingfoot awaits for a U.S. Open, which is kind of unique. You know, normally the playoffs are guys give it a one big old push because they're they're pretty much shutting it down for a few months. Uh, the, the the top players and here they still got to gear up for two more majors in the next couple of months, and I think that's why Brooks is is you know I think he wants to get healthy for the, for the majors, and um, you know clearly he has an, an injury. But uh, yeah, what tell us what waits the players at Wingfoot? I mean, you talk about sort of a classic U.S. Open setup. That thing is a beast. Well, if you go into the halls of Wingfoot, it's like walking into Oakmont. You just see history everywhere, all these photos of all the great things that happened there. And of course, the most significant thing that happened at Wingfoot um, involves the three of us having played there. Oh, of course. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and we let's not get – Bob, can we make a rule here that Brian's not allowed to talk about the showers anymore? We've discussed <laughs> the showers at Wingfoot. I think – there are some things you can't kind of unhear, and I don't think we should. What, what's really what's wrong? What's wrong with commenting about how nice the showers are? Oh, yeah, there you go. See, he's doing it again. You brought yeah. it up. I didn't bring anyway, it up. They're amazing. They're like an anyway, elephant shower. Yeah. Anyway, uh, here's the cool thing about the U.S. Open this year that hopefully won't happen again. And I'm saying hopefully this because I hope the next U.S. Open next year we have lots of spectators out there. With no spectators, you don't have any trampled down rough. So when someone who can hit it offline and get lucky by missing it enough offline to get into the gallery walking area, you don't have those trampled down lies anymore. Mm. You've just got maybe even worse rough mm. when you hit it more offline because nobody's been walking 25 yards to the right of the fairway at all. So that's going to be that's going to boost the scores. That's going to bring the scores up higher. Uh, you're just, it's just going to be harder when you miss fairways and the roughs they've had weather for growing the rough. Uh, I just think it's going to be awesome. And I think we're going to see an over par winning score. Interesting. Whoa, okay. there it is. There it is. Over par, huh? Yeah. Yeah. If I was, if you made me the U S open guy one, one year, with the USGA, I, I'd have to pick my two courses would be if I, if I wanted to make sure the scores weren't that low, I'd, I'd choose Wingfoot or Oakmont. That's my two courses because mm. there's just not much, I, you know, you don't have to do anything. You just, it's, it's nice when you don't have to, it's like a great classic car or a great classic painting. There's nothing you can add to it. It just is what it is and just go play. That's yeah. pretty cool. So even with all the weather, um, with, you know, the rain that's helped grow the rough and that kind of thing, are they going to be able to, um, dry it out and make it like a traditional style of a U.S. open? Well, there, there's always limits to how much you can dry something out, but look, we're talking, are we first week of September is I'm trying to think of a date. It's no, September, the 17th through the 20th. It's mid September. Mid-September, of course. Well, that's dry time in the Northeast. It's, it's Unless we had get unlucky and have some hurricane early ramp up and head up the coast, um, it's typically pretty dry. I grew up in D.C., and it's the same thing in D.C. as New York. You, you get into late September, October, it's dry, 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 dry. So, yes, I expect it to be 
I expect them to have full control over the moisture. Let's put it that mm. way. You know, Caddy, yeah. I'm sure you're right on. I mean, you go back to when Bob's dad won in 1959. He won a plus two. Um, 1972 U.S. Women's Open, it was a plus 11 winner. The 1970 plus seven with Irwin, right? Plus seven in 74 yeah. with Irwin. And then you got Fuzzy. Fuzzy ended up winning by eight strokes in the playoff um, at seven under. So um, I'd have to look and see exactly what the final... 72, 72 whole score. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, Davis Love got the PGA at minus 11. There's the difference between the USGA and PGA setup, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Ogilvie wins at uh, plus five by a shot. Plus five. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So if you're saying 284, think- then that would have been a playoff with Jim Furyk, Colin Montgomery, and Phil Mickelson if because uh, mm-hmm. they were all in at 284. So. Yep, I'm going plus fours, and not just because that's what they used to wear back then. (laughs) Are you taking over and under? Were you taking the over or the under, Brian? Uh, On plus four? Yeah. You know what? Caddy brings up a really good point. You remember, I believe it was Wingfoot that introduced the graduated rough several years ago, was it not? That's correct. Yes. And I don't think they're doing that anymore, are they, Caddy? No. They haven't done graduated. I like the graduated. Right, because your player was a straight shooter. I get it, yeah. Well, I just think it's equal. You know, you get appropriate pain for making the bigger mistake. Yeah. Um, But, but again, because of the gallery, Mm -hmm. that concept kind of goes away, right? This is just, it's cool that we're going to have this year where you just can't get it offline. You hit it offline, you're going to pay the price at least as much, if not more, than hitting it a little offline. So I think that's cool. I'll take the under. You're going to take the I under? I think everybody's, yeah, everybody's taking the under on plus four because it just doesn't happen anymore, does it? It just doesn't happen anymore. But we haven't quite been on a course like this. That's correct. For the U.S. Open for quite a while. And all the guys who are playing right now, most of them haven't really experienced this. Let's not forget, one of our favorite drops came from 2006 at Wingfoot. Bob, do you remember? It's dangerous. It really is. Exactly. Phil Mickelson. That was Phil Mickelson talking about the rough. Dangerous rough. Dangerous rough. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. That somebody would break their wrist practicing. So if you're taking the under, I'll take the over. Well, all right then. Well, since we have so much on the line, it it makes a really difficult decision, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And imagine me sitting on the fence. <laughs> hey, I'm from Washington D.C. That's what we do there. Uh, that's right. But um, bum bum. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. I think I got that for you. There you go. There you go. A little late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, timing's everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Caddy. Uh, what? Uh, let me, Let me ask you this question. We're kind of discussing this today. Tiger comes into the playoffs at 49th. Does he make it inside the top 30 for Eastlake between TPC Boston? And next week at Olympia Fields. I would never, I cannot, I, I go back to the, the same mantra about Tiger. I've seen him do too much stuff to ever say, no, he's not going to do it. So whether I put my retirement savings on it is another <laughs> question. But I just can't ever say no. That guy, you know, he just can't ever count him out. But it's not. He's he's got some work to do. 
You need to put your retirement savings down on a home here in Utah and come out and hang out with us. That's what you need to do. Well, if I had taken your advice on that many times, mm. I'd be, we'd be, we'd be, well, let's just say we'd be eating steak tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All of us would. I did give him a good opportunity. He didn't jump yeah, on it. If you'd have done it a couple of years ago, yeah. you'd have been pretty good. It's pretty yeah. hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was the right club. Was the right club at the right time. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right, Caddy. Well, thanks so much for uh, spending some time. Uh, I am grinding this weekend, by the way, in the club championship, which is a good experience for me because I get to feel what it's like to have shots actually count. You know, normally when I play, you, you know, you make double or worse, you just pick it up. Now every shot counts, and pretty soon, you know, that starts to that starts to pile up. So it's a good, it's a it's been a it's been a good one. I could use you on the bag today. You could have talked to me off the ledge a couple of times. Well, how did your? Didn't you have a team match going on? We, yeah, we won. We won the team match. Now it's just now it's just individual. So, Bob, you know the guy's good when he wins something and you just don't even hear about it from him at all. He just figures <laughs> it's just another day at the office. Oh, I hear about it. Well, I didn't. So. You know what? I'm going to start calling Maybe you, Caddy. Special. Bob's getting a little bit. Maybe uh, you're special. Bob's getting a little Maybe apathetic. You're special and I'm, yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to run. Thanks, Caddy. Thank you. There you Thank go. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. It's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, you just never know. All right, we'll take a short break. The show continues next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. 
not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us uh, here. And by the way, just uh, hats off. Well done, Hotel Park City. Uh, Gene and I uh, celebrated 25 years up at Hotel Park City this uh, this last week, and uh, it was fantastic. I'll tell you what, they've got Roost Chris right there on property, which is phenomenal. Uh, the, of course. We were overlooking the 18th green there at the, at the, mm-hmm. at the golf course in our own little uh, village uh, sort of cottage there. A little hot tub out on the deck, you know, fireplaces throughout. Just a f- spectacular Property awesome. highly recommended, and by the way, you can uh, call for reservations and uh, mention you heard it on the show, and you want the fifty dollars resort credit with your reservation. It's a promotion that they have going on right now during the summer and fall seasons. Select dates apply, but you call four three five nine four zero fifty seventy seven four three five nine four zero fifty seventy seven for reservations. Yeah, they are open. You know the the pool was there, which was great. Uh, we were mm-hmm. able to hang out there and and enjoy, and and they you know as soon as some somebody would leave they would they would clean it all up you know and sanitize it and yeah. make the make the uh, chairs and deck chairs all available for uh, for everybody to come in and enjoy it it was fa- it was great it was cool. such a nice place really enjoyed it and uh, would uh, highly recommend that if you've got something special coming up you just want to get away and get up where it's a little cooler just have a little place there at hotel park city highly recommend checking them out all right uh, we uh, welcome you back to our show as we uh, look forward to the playoffs. You know, we just had the caddy on. One of the things I, f- I forgot to mention to him was this story from the U.S. Am last week, uh-huh. abandoned, when, uh, you know, uh, one of the contestants' caddies in the round of 16 playing against the eventual champion. Last hole. Trying to get up and down in a tough match, and, and the caddy just walks in the bunker and rubs the sand. I, for the life of me, I cannot figure out what he was thinking. Well, the only thing he could have been thinking is, well, there's a couple things. First of all, uh, and foremost, I think, is maybe maybe he was just thinking about it as a waste bunker, or maybe there was something or a pebble behind the ball that that uh, he he thought was a local rule that you can remove it. I don't know. But whatever it was, it cost the kid the match. It's horrible. Yeah. I, Pretty I just, crazy. I, I look at it, Bob. There's a lot of things that if you were caddying for just recreational players and suddenly find yourself in a championship like the U.S. Amateur, uh-huh. now maybe there's some things that you would do on a regular day-to-day basis as a caddy there at Bandon Dunes. Like maybe you help a guy find his ball and maybe you kick it out of a bad spot for him. Sure. Or maybe you um, 
you know, you're giving multiple players advice and you're not supposed to do that in a chance. You know, I, whatever. If it was something within the course of normalcy, <laughs> I just don't ever consider that a caddy Brushing would the walk. Sand. Yeah. <laughs> How? Yes, exactly. I mean, to just go in there and brush the sand. First of all, happen? if you're caddying yeah. for just a, a guest that's there enjoying Band and Dunes, does that really matter? I mean, does it matter what the sand is? Do you need to test the sand to help the player out? Are most players going to be able to say, hey, thanks for testing the sand out for me. I'm going to hit this one a little different, or I'm going to use a little less bounce or a little more. Yeah. I mean, most of the time they're just going to go in and hit it anyway. You feel it with your feet when you dig in a bit, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Course. I, I just man, that was that was one I, I we'll yeah. have to ask the caddy. That was about a that. shocker. Yeah, that was the round of sixteen. That was a shocker. Uh, here's a great story: a kid named Amon Gupta. Uh, he's he's of Indian descent, but he he was born here in the United States. Plays golf at Oklahoma State. So um, he was the first alternate to get into the championship. So he decided he was going to go to Bandon Dunes. And he was going to be there in case somebody dropped out and Smart. would get into the championship. Somebody did drop out. Actually, the number two player, number two amateur player in the world ended up dropping out and, and couldn't play. So he gets in. All right. He's ranked like 500 and something. Um, could be as high as 600. But um, he gets in and he parlays that all the way to the semifinal match. <laughs> and... Uh, and he had his coach on the bag, and his coach had, had uh, um, caddied for, I think, four previous Oklahoma State champions in the, in the U.S. Amateur. And uh, he ended up losing to the eventual winner of the event. So, in the semifinals. Well, and congrats, you know, Tyler Strafasi uh, picking up the yep. win. Uh, what was that, his grandpa? Or great grandpa, uh-huh. um, yeah, it, it was also had also won the U.S. Amateur back in the day. Yep. So, um, yep. pretty cool stuff. Hey, speaking of getting ready, and that's a great story, by the way. That the the uh, the player that got in is is an alternate. You know, it's a matter of being there. Speaking of, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas took the opportunity. They're they're pretty good pals, right? They took the opportunity to go out and play Wingfoot, get a little sneak peek before this week's event in Boston. Well, you know, you know when you can jump on a jet and fly up fly up there, play around the golf on a Monday, and then. And then get down to uh, to where you're going to play for for this week, or or, or fly. Excuse me, up to Boston. <laughs> then uh, it's it's you know it's on the way. So why not stop? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and De- Justin Thomas says, look, yeah, it's brutal, but he loves it. That was what it, uh, according yep. to the story on the Golf Channel. See, and that's that's the whole thing about golf courses and major championships and setups and that kind of thing. My dad went into that event in 1959 saying if ever I'm going to win a major championship or the U.S. Open, it's going to be this week on this golf course because it fits me perfectly. It fits my eye, everything. So when a, to hear a guy say that's having a great year, he's won three times, hear him say coming into that major championship that he absolutely loves the golf course and everything. It's going to be tough, but he loves it. That's a huge thing, a huge thing. Well, and he's, you know, JT's – Right there, right? He's leading the FedEx Cup. Um, he's obviously played great golf. He's got three wins, most wins of yep. anyone on tour this year. He's got nine top tens. And uh, I think he's going to be one that you got to look at. You know, yeah. There's no question. Yeah. You just heard the caddy talk about it. He expects this thing to be brutal. And how about that? That's some pretty cool insight from the caddy. I'm not sure many people are talking about the fact that without the gallery, you're going to have some massive 
rough, you know, that you're not going to get away with because it won't be trampled down if you miss big. Right. Right. So at those outlying areas that would normally have ropes and and uh, the fans or out watching the golf golf tournament, that's not going to be trampled down and you're not going to get good lies and be able to recover from that that area because it's going to be deep. So this is going to be a tough test at the U.S. Open Be in U.S. Open conditions. It's going to make it doubly tough, but it's it's a tough test of golf any day of the week. By the way, I will be going online and buying my Wingfoot merchandise from the U.S. Open. There you go. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite golf logos. When you think about club logos, yeah. I think the yeah. I, I think Wingfoot's one of the best. Yeah, it's got the little little boot foot there, or whatever, with the little wings on it. It's pretty cool. It's really cool in the golf clubs. Yeah. I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, I'll be jumping on there. And by the way, mm-hmm. I did. Somebody told me today. I cannot confirm that who my source is or the accuracy of his statement. But right, somebody told me who has a ticket holder. Uh-huh. For the 2020 Masters. Uh-huh. That they received a word from Augusta that they would have the opportunity to purchase their merchandise this year online. Really? And I don't know if you have to have a ticket to do it or exactly how it's going to be done, but apparently there will be an online option. <laughs> Could be record sales if they open it up. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, you may have that going for you. Hey, when you look, yeah. Bob, uh, as far as who do you like uh, going into these playoffs, obviously it's uh, we're just a couple rounds into it, uh, and we still have another couple of events before this thing wraps up. But, you know, you, you look at the top ten that we talked about, Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, yeah. Webb Simpson, Bryson DeChambeau, Sunjay Eam, Patrick Reed, Daniel Berger, Rory McIlroy, Brandon Todd, John Rahm, number one in the world. Is there somebody in that top ten or someone outside that top ten you like to make a move here in the playoffs and who you would kind of put as your horse playing out these next two and a half events. Well, you know, the top two guys are, are pretty well cemented in there and, and it's going to be, it's going to be pretty tough to knock those, those guys off, Justin Thomas and uh, Colin Morikawa. But there's somebody that I've, that I've, I've noticed, um, you know, he won a month or so ago at uh, in Hartford and, you know, he almost won the PGA championship just a, just a couple of weeks ago, Dustin Johnson, um, he's playing some good golf, um, playing, playing fairly decent this week as well. And, um, I just think, uh, I just think as this goes along, he's going to have a good chance to sneak in there and have an opportunity to win the FedEx cup. Isn't it amazing? DJ's only played 11 events. Mm-hmm. He's got the W as you mentioned, just four top yeah. tens, but you know, look, four top tens what, and 11 events is pretty how good. How many years in a row now? What's that? How many wins? DJ wins. Oh, how many years has it been? Uh, what is it, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that, 13? Yeah, I don't know more, how long he's been out on tour. <laughs> huh? I think it's more than that. But He's won but every yeah. year he's been out on tour. I think he's yeah. uh, he's, he's right there with what, 22 wins now mm-hmm. on tour. So he hit that benchmark of having a lifetime exemption on tour. So he can basically play wherever he wants to play in PGA Tour events on the PGA Tour. All right. Yep. Well. Guys that are, you know, tough to work your way outside the top 30, but if you get a W, for instance, let's look at Patrick Cantlay, who has yeah. three top 10s in 10 starts and is a guy a lot of people talk about. Or Matthew Wolf, who has, uh, you know, played 19 events and has a couple of top 10s. So if one of those two players were to go on to win one of these events, for instance, mm-hmm. and they're sitting at 31 and 34 respect, 32 and 34 respectively, 
uh, or even defending, you know, U.S. Open champion Gary Woodland, who has six top tens without a win. If 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 one of those players were going to win, pick up their fifteen hundred FedEx Cup points, that would vault them to thirty two hundred points and quickly put them ahead. You know, essentially right, right now, be number one. So right. that's how quickly you can move up, right? You have triple points, not quadruple points, but you have triple points out there that are available. So I think it's going to take somebody winning. I don't think you're going to be able to do it without winning if you want to make that move into the top five uh, on that FedEx Cup. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. Thanks for joining us as we look at the playoffs. Playoff edition right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBMA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
Welcome back. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks to Jason Sobel and our number one, America's favorite caddy, stopped by here on the back nine. If you missed any part of the show, check it out on Twitter, at Real Golf. All right, Bob, wrapping up the playoffs preview, you know, I should say. Guy, yeah, if a guy you know can parlay a couple of good rounds on the weekend – um, that's kind of outside, get himself into the top 70. You know, he can work his way all the way through to the top 30 and uh, really make it a great year and a crazy year. That'll do it for us. For Dave Glauser, our producer, and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you. Enjoy the playoffs, everyone. And thanks for being with us right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 